I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Lowell, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Accept no substitute. Huge welcome to Achtung Millwall to in the aftermath of Millwall Nil, Middlesbrough two on a, a grey, wet, damp and very very depressing afternoon in South Bermondsey. Who else do we need to talk to for therapy and for for, for anger release? But Mr. Harry Warren, welcome to the show, H. You're all right, mate. <laughs> no, that was um, that was one of the poorest performances, um, including the players and the management, I've seen in a long while. I, I, I know you can criticise some of the other post-lockdown games since we've come back from, you know, the the enforced um, three-month break, um, but that lacked that lacked intelligence today for me. How did you feel about that performance from your side, Harry? That was clueless. Um, that was that was clueless from the manager. Um, who uh, has had an easy ride, in my opinion, on the back of, um, of, you know, it's not his squad. It's a Neil Harris squad that Gary Rowett has done things, and admittedly has done things that Neil Harris couldn't. Yeah. For me, that's more down to the playing staff stop listening to Neil Harris, because Neil Harris has tried over this season. If you go back and watch with the benefit of we're not going up and we're not going down, if you go back and look at it, Neil Harris tried to make us play five at the back the way we are doing now. Tried to play the same three in midfield, barring Woods. Tried to play different people up front. And what it comes down to is, is we're not streetwise enough, we're not clinical enough, and we're not aggressive enough when we play certain players. And we have not got the right balance in that squad to do anything other than rely on Matt Smith, um, which isn't good enough at this level. Um Gary Rowett has a very, very strange relationship with Ryan Woods, who I'm now going to refer to, uh, will be referred to by me as Iggy, because he is a passenger and the game does not suit him. A game, well, he is, he's the fucking, he is just, I don't understand, right? Slag me off on Twitter, I don't care, right? When he's got the ball at his feet, right? I've, I've tweeted Opta, right, the football stats people, because what I want to know is how many times he turns and plays it to a centre-half. That doesn't stretch the play. If you if you're gonna do that, the only one of the three centre halves you can give the ball that's gonna go forward is Cooper. Hutchinson can't play with a fucking ball at his feet. He's a better def- he's a great defender, a better defender than Pierce, but he can't play with a ball at his feet. So it's pointless fucking giving it to him. Because what does he want to do? He wants to give you the five yard side foot pass back. 
that's but a he... lack of intelligence. That is a lack of knowledge, right? Or we keep playing him, and to do the same thing, to keep playing fucking four footballs and let Middlesbrough get set, right? They're a Neil Warnock fucking side. They're not going to have great open fucking gaps there. They're not come to play football. They've come to be a shit ass. They've come to fucking nick a goal and win 1-0. And for large periods of the first half, Millwall sat back and let them do it. And that's what Absolutely. But that's that. I mean, you, you know, you, you, we both used the word intelligence in this conversation because, you know, halfway through the first half, up to the drinks break that we're, we're you know, the, the commentators are obsessed with drinks breaks. They're part of the game. But anyway, there we are. Uh, anyone at that point could have seen the way the game was going. It needed changing. You have a you have a drinks break. You have an opportunity to talk to players. If you're not going to make a change at half the the, the the quarter, so to speak, then you at least become you know you're you're thinking about what this tactic that you set out is not working. Because anyone watching that today could have told you halfway through the first half that we're basically waiting for Middlesbrough to score, and that's that's exactly what happened in the end, wasn't it? In the second half, the it comes back to the manager for me because that I, I, you know, me sitting watching my iPad indoors could have said how that game is going to unfold. He's paid to see that, to think ahead, and if it needs to be changed mid-game, because it did, you've got to make that change. You've got to have you've got to have a squad that's able to switch from uh, was, was it five three two today, four four two or whatever version of it was in the end looked a bit more dangerous. It needed to go there a lot earlier. Whilst it was nil-nil, and whilst we still had a chance to nick the goal and get ourselves in front in what was a critical game, we had a big chance laid on for us yesterday with Derby getting beat and in typical Cardiff. Uh, Cardiff sorry, Cardiff. I'm, I'm on it. I mean, I'm on a roll, listeners. Um, that was a big opportunity, and it's got blown. And now we're going to be that's the season effectively, and that was. <laughs> it isn't not, though. That's the that's the thing. It isn't the season. It's, I mean, it's, it could it's, be. It is in practical terms. Yes. I mean, I didn't see enough in that squad or that manager management, let's put it right today, that says we have any right to even be thinking about a top six spot. Of course we, um, don't. we don't have a right. No one has a right. None of the top six. The, no, the thing that everyone's slagging off. So that's a realistic aim. Well, no, for a realistic aim is to go and win four football matches because all the teams in that four run are below you. You should go and want to win all four football matches. This idea of blood in the youngsters... Um, that people would like to tap, the youngsters ain't fucking good enough, right? Billy Mitchell is the only one who's any good, clearly, because they haven't been fancied all the time. Uh, we have been dreadful, dreadful for 18 months before fucking Gary Rowett took over, and Neil Harris didn't think any of those players were good enough. Now, I'm not saying Neil Harris is a brilliant judge of, uh, of characters, but I don't think we've let any player go that's gone on to greater, all right, you've got the ease at fucking QPR, but it's still only QPR. And you've got Fred score two goals at Wickham and everyone fucking wanks himself off like he's Lionel Messi. It's fucking League One, right? It's not, it's a, we're at the top end of the fucking championship. It's not, it's not the same, right? It's totally not the same. The, the fact of the matter is, is that we can't play with Williams and Woods together. That has happened. I, I, I don't have the stats. I haven't pulled them up. But I can only, I can only judge that certain players can't play together. Bradshaw can't play with Matt Smith. Like that, that's fine. But there is a big problem, right? I don't think we've addressed what the problem is. Ben Thompson, right, But is not a left winger. Why are we playing Ben Thompson out on the left wing? Every time he drifts into the middle, something happens, right? You either, mm. you know, yeah, you have a 50-50, yeah, yeah. a half chance. Gary Rowett doesn't see that. Now, if you're asking me, would I rather keep Gary Rowett or Ben Thompson? I'd rather keep Ben Thompson because Ben Thompson can do whatever he fucking likes, realistically. 
because Ben Thompson last season, when he scores, he goes on a run. He scores five or six or seven, right? He literally kept us up last season. If you don't can't remember back that far, Ben Thompson literally scored key goals that kept Millwall Football Club in this division. Ben Thompson is the best number 10 that we've got at the club, right? We need to play that way because when we can't play that way, Bradshaw's fucking a waste of time. But Varson obviously is a waste of time. Bennett's the left midfielder. We haven't got him. O'Brien's not good enough. You start going through the squad and you're right. This squad doesn't have the right to be where it is. They have overperformed. But it is the same cowardice that happened two seasons ago. It's when they get into positions to do it, they they freeze. They freeze on the big stage. You mentioned it last season. The the what do they call it in America? You know, there's certain players show time. Yeah. So yeah, big time or you're or you're not. And you some some step up to the plate when the big situations arise and others fade. And, you know, um, today was a big situation for us. I, kn- I know it's still, I'm looking at the table as we're talking and mathematically, if we get four wins, uh, that will give us, what, 12 points. That takes us to uh, 60, 70, 71 points, um, which is still poss- a possibility. I think the odds are against us. Absolutely. I think, I think, the, um, I think the quality of... Um, the side's performance today and, as we've touched on repeatedly, the, the, the lack of intelligence of management today was uh, was stark for me because, you know, if I sit in my front room watching my iPad can, can be seeing this, what, what is he looking at on the side of the of the pitch in, in a critical situation? I, you're, you're right. I mean, Gary Rowett has come in with this kind of slightly... Um, uh, messiah kind of um, you know that there was the old days under Neil Harris when um, you know we were we were kind of bog standard and um, you know had our limitations and he's brought in this idea that we can now pass the ball and knock it around like the big boys but today I was much 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 more impressed by Neil Warnock's Middlesbrough they played like I would want my Millwall team they, they had muscle they they they, they got involved um, I thought Hutchinson got got pushed around in in the central mid uh, defence today, and they looked like what I'd want a Millwall team to to play like today because they were no nonsense and they created by far the more chances of the two teams and they deserved to win it. And that's not what you want to be saying, is it? No, and it's not what you want to be saying. And it's this idea that you know, and people have cried out for it, and I understand the merits of looking lovely and playing beautiful football. But I couldn't give a fuck if we score one goal off someone's ass. I couldn't care. I don't care. I want to win. I want to win. And there was a distinct lack of wanting to win in that side today. They didn't want to win. Middlesbrough wanted to win. You're listening to Achtel Millwall. They, want, they, were, they were hungry. They were hungry. And they, you you could see that from kickoff, Harry, couldn't you? I mean, but it's I, Walnut. It's, it's, of course it's Walnut. If you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and tell me, right, that the one manager that Millwall have continuously missed out of in terms of getting us, he would literally be the person. He's what manager do you want? Him. I want him to be in the referees here all game game. You're only not fucking giving it to us because we're Millwall. Do not think that they did not get all them decisions in the second half because he didn't go over to the referee at half time and say what you're playing at for the penalty. It was a penalty. It's hundred and ten percent a penalty in the first half. But that being said, the referee misses it, but he doesn't miss any Middlesbrough fucking decision in the second half. Why? Because Walnut goes and does the man management thing on him, goes and does what Walnut does. And if you don't understand that and can't respect that, he's a cunt, but I'd love to have him in our fucking dressing room because that's what he does. That's how he wins promotions. That's how he keeps side us up. The naivety from us 
we have to be seen because of who we are. We have to roll over and get tickled. Right. That's the, that's the way we are. That's the way we were under Harris. That's the way that we're going to be under Rowett. And it wouldn't, you know, let's be honest, it wouldn't have happened if we were there. I still don't think Derby would beat us if we're there. I don't oh, think no, would beat us no. if we're there, right? No, it, it's just... the, the crowd factor was, has been crucial since the, the restart. I mean, we all know that. Um, I'd, I'd include Swansea in that in that list as well, Harry, because those, those have been three tasty fixtures. Derby, Swansea, and today Middlesbrough with something on the table and the crowd would have been a factor. It's not there. Um, we've all got to live with that. But that is a major, major loss from our point of view. Who knows what next season's going to look like on that front? We, 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 we don't know. What a, from the point of view, I mean, I'm, I'm going to suggest to you that the season's probably over. I know you're saying that it's not and mathematically it's still possible. And if we win four straight, then anything's possible. I, I didn't exactly see enough out of that team today to suggest to me they've got the uh, the spine to win four in this situation, to win four on the spin. So we're thinking about for me next season. What do you what do you think? Are you are you are you are you still living in hope? I, I think that this side is not good enough. I also think our expectations are not high enough as a as a fan base. Um, okay, which that's interesting. Is which is a Millwall trait, um, but uh, are 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 we to be this? Because I'm not happy with this. I'd rather play Harris football and finish one point in front of the relegation zone than be a mid-table nothing side and turn up and, you know, beat your Everton's and beat Leicester's at home. That, that's how I am. I'd rather us be the big-time team. We're not a big-time team under it. We're a roll-over-and-get-tickled team. That That's what I've seen. We beat Cholton, but we're their kryptonite. Other than that, what have we done? We beat Forest 3-0 on TV. I, uh, the results themselves have been fine. You know, you can't take away from what Gary Rowett has done with this side. But I don't see this Messiah-like quality that everyone is telling me. I don't think we haven't. So he hasn't discovered fire, right? There's no, there's no fucking, you know, the way people go on, it's as if he has, right? He's made us hard to concede. He's made us basically back to our league one selves of we don't concede goals. But we haven't really scored enough goals in three or four seasons. Can Millwall afford to buy someone that's going to do that? And would we create enough chances for him anyway? Because we've got three centre midfielders in this side that won't be there next season or who will play a lesser role because Malumbi will not be ours and isn't ours. Woods is too much money and is a Williams Mark II and for me is not strong enough to play without having someone like a Jimmy Abdu run around and, and, and win balls for him, which I don't think Gary Rowett has got anyone at the club unless he goes and spends money. And let's be honest, Mill will need a rebuilding job in terms to play Gary Rowett football in a market that does not suit a rebuilding job because we will have no money. No football club has money at the moment. It's not the game will not be awash with money in the transfer. No, we, we don't summer. know what the market's going to look like. We don't know what the game's going to look like in the in the in the months to come. I mean, there's a lot of um, there's a story that that there to unfold. We don't yet know that. Um, I mean, certainly we're going to need to make changes to the squad. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think a number of our players are not good enough for where we hopefully aspire to be. I get a sense that the the ballroom aspires to be a team that at least challenges for the top six. But you, but you kind of already are that. Last season was an anomaly. We've been in this, we've been in this division three seasons, right? We've finished in the top ten twice. We had a bad season last season and just stayed up. 
So is the squad not good enough? I'm only ta- I'm only using what literally we've. I can only go by the stats and figures that we've got in front of us, right? We lost the midfield last season. We lost Savile, and it rumbled on, and they didn't replace, and we had a bad season, right? But that was that was very simple. The goalkeeper was very poor last season. These yeah, are key he was, positions, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's down the spine of the side. This season, the spine's been decent. We've sorted it out, and we've played good football at times and done well at times. We've fallen away at the end, like we did the last time we were up there. And that's it. There's no there's no real, you know, years ago we'd sign um, Premier League journeymen or whatever, and we don't seem to do that anymore. And that's good from my point of view. But I'm very concerned that we will end up doing that with championship journeymen and in the summer as a stopgap because to buy players is expensive. We don't have the money. And I'm concerned. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what the, the team choose to do. It doesn't matter what Millwall choose to do in the window. For me, sitting here in a cold light of day, watching this mini season take place, we haven't had the rub of the green. We've hit the bar at, at Barnsley when it could easily go in. And then the following game, Swansea have hit the bar and it's hit the back of Bart's head and gone in. You need luck at times in football. Yes, you what, do. I can't, yeah. what I can't forgive is performances like that and uh, what we've just watched now and the Derby game because those are two performances that if you play well and get beat, you will get applauded off the pitch by Millwall fans. You will get no one will necessarily go against you. But when you don't try, when you shirk a tackle, when you don't put the effort that you go to work and put your heart and soul into your job, you go and put a shift in, right? Millwall fans, that's the minimum Millwall fans expect. And... For whatever reason, I've seen a couple of times under Gary Rowett, away at Stoke this season, I've seen it now twice since the restart, Mill don't do that. And for well, all of Neil Harris's faults, I could never say the tr- team didn't try. No, I, I, I mean, could never say that. In this season, it is right to compare both management styles because... Both. Yes, it is, but, but but Harris is gone and he's not going to come back. We, I mean, I don't see Rowett going anywhere fast. No, I don't see I him wanna... going fast. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that, that. I'm not trying to compare him in a negative way. I'm saying that they both have their pluses and minuses, and both are the same. Obviously, outside of our club, Neil Harris is doing an okay job at Cardiff. Some Cardiff fans will say he's doing a good job at Cardiff. I'm sure he has his status there as well. What I am saying is, is that the championship is a competitive league, and for Millwall to get out of this league or get into a position where we continuously challenge, I think we are there. The, yeah. the question is, does the board, does the manager, does the squad have the bollocks to take the step forward? And I, in my time of supporting Millwall, have never seen us do that. You're listening to Achtung Millwall. Well, a pretty piss-poor performance that was, wasn't it? Um, not sure what to say. You'd have just thought we'd have seen a bit more motivation after winning, you know, 1-0 uh, against Charlton and a local London derby, but then to, to play like that, maybe a bit too defensive, probably. We looked quite bright after we changed things up, brought those three subs on. But ultimately, um, a terrible refereeing decision has, has cost us there. How he hasn't seen Cooper's been fouled. It's right by the linesman, isn't it? But um, that's that. And I think that is that for our season as well. Very disappointing, but we've still got to be proud of what we've 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Achieve this year. So that's unfortunately Mill Neil Middlesbrough 2 and the late playoff run or charge to the playoffs is over for this season, all barring miracles. First half was very, very poor. Um, in truth, I felt my eyes getting heavy watching it. Um, and the second half, which was slightly better, was only slightly better because I don't think you can get anything worse than the first half for Millwall. It was flat, uh, didn't seem to be much real action going forward. Um, again, there was some some build-up play that just didn't seem to really flow and click too well. Um, that combined with the very, very controversial goal uh, took the wind out of our sails. But I think uh, I think you can say that George Savile's return to Millwall was a success. There was a few times when he looked pretty pretty sharp and pretty determined. Um, he seemed to read the play of what Millwall were trying to do quite well. I remember a 50-50 he didn't pull out of. And also a, uh, a throw to Jed Wallace to try and build up the play that he intercepted quite well. Uh, yeah, in truth, it's a tough one to take with the first goal, but... The second goal, I mean, Jake Jake was lucky that they've changed the double jeopardy rule or this extended 10,000 consecutive minutes he's played would have been over. Playoffs are over, but let's be brutally honest, at least we uh, at least we was in with a shout for um, a good portion of the season. But I know it's Millwall of old, but we really, really need to address why we're no good against lower lower opposition, lower places. Easiest running out of the teams in the playoffs and... We've really not performed. Until next season, come on you lines. You're listening to Actual Normal. I've got I've had a couple of emails whilst we're talking. I've had a couple of emails which I'll run past you whilst I've got you on the on the uh, on the Skype. This one's from Matt Webb. He's emailed me. Hi Nick, I thought I'd put my point about today's game and what Mill need to do. Talking about today's game, the referee was poor. I think we'd both agree with that one, Harry, wouldn't we? Yeah, um, absolutely. Three. Which and that's 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 the way this division goes. I don't think we're going to see that changing in the in next season. But anyway, um, 
but other than that, yeah. so many challenges went Barra's way, and the goal was disgraceful. I, I mean, the goal was disgraceful. I, I think on balance for me, Matt, and I don't know how you see it, Harry, but I think the chances that Borough had created, they they would be kicking themselves not to have been in front at that point in the game. But I, I agree, the um, the, it looked like a foul in, in real time. They only showed one replay on iFollow, and I didn't uh, I didn't see enough of the incident to to judge it. I mean, I thought I thought it was a foul, and I, I take your point of Middlesbrough have missed enough chances, but at the end of the day, they've missed the chances. They shouldn't be given a, a can't blanch to fucking atone for their own errors. Um, I mean, for the second one, I thought it was offside. I, again, I didn't see another another picture. I've only seen the same pictures of what you have, Nick. So yeah, in terms yeah, of that, but it didn't show should, enough from, yeah. for me. It didn't show enough. Um, another one here. I'm going to run this this past year, Harry Jed. Um, and as Matt calls him, uh, Jed Sky Camera Wallace, uh, right. once again showing his poor crossing and playing poorly again. Um, He's some, poor cro- some poor crossing today. I, I, I think, I mean, he played, he played well at, um, at Charlton, I thought, and uh, looked better. But I think it's a fairly intense period. I don't know about the Sky Camera part. Matt, that's 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 um, that's that's harsh. Um, Malumbi's head has gone. He's ready to go back. Says Matt. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd fucking I'd have my head gone if I was fucking behind Ryan fucking Iggy Pop Woods. <laughs> Bradshaw, he says playing one up top does nothing. Playing in a two does nothing. Um, Mahomes, what do you want him to do? Know, well, I don't Fuck know. Me. Not, not I don't be, know what people want him there. to do. Is <laughs> the solution? This is what we all need to do. Says Matt. Um, cash in on Jed. Uh, build a team with his money. I, I I don't know that we'll get that much, Matt, for him to build a team. How much money does think Matt think he's worth? Does Matt well, think good, we're going to get That's a good question. We won't, no, they're going to get... You know, he's in no way... Know, so we, we, we don't know what the market's going to be, Harry, do we? Um, you know... You don't sell anyone. It's if, this idea. If, 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 Ryan, if Ryan Woods was... What, was he six million, Ryan Woods? At, at, at Eight start? million. Eight million. And, and Savile, I thought, looked OK today, but nothing... Yeah, it was eight million, but I mean, really, I mean, and Swimba Longa did it. He scored today, but uh, he was fifteen million. Um, well, you know, those look like okay, but not world-shattering players to me. If that's what eight million buys you, um, I can't see us getting much more than that for Jed. Um, I don't know what the market will be like, as I keep saying. Um, I mean, what Matt, did Boeing go for in January to West Ham? Fifteen, sixteen million. Yeah, I mean that's that's um, Premier League money. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen. That, that, well, that. well, they looked at people looked at Jed and didn't didn't take him for whatever reason. I mean, I I think West Ham would have preferred Jed speaking to a West Ham friend of mine, but they knew that Millwall wouldn't sell him to West Ham because of the PR. So I I mean, but <laughs> there, there we go. Matt's point is good in the crossing. I mean, Jed's failing in my opinion since the yep. restart has been. And and to be honest with you, Harry, going into the recent, in, in, going you know before the virus really took hold, I mean you know we we were not beating the first man too many times in some of those games back then, and that was coming from the right side of the pitch, and that was Jed Wallace's um, side. So, <laughs> but they rely yeah, but, on we rely on Jed too much. That's we do. Is it Jed yeah. Wallace's fault that you know he has to do four times the work of everyone else? Yes, he's underperformed, but in the season he's overperformed. So the fact that he's burnt out now, because you keep every time we get the ball up the pitch, he has to fucking sprint past. We haven't got anything on the other side. We haven't had anything on the other side for years. So, you know, when Bennett comes on, we look brilliant because we've got two players running at you. And then Bennett gets injured and we go back to playing Fergie, who literally is useless other than being able to whip a ball win on a sixpence. So 
there's too many of those type of players that can do one thing. We're very functional if we can do one thing, and that's not quite good enough to get you. Fun- functional is a good word, Harry. I, I like that word. That's that. that that's it's not. not that, no, yeah. it's not. In, it's not inspirational. I, I, I make you right. Um, Matt says Bradshaw's got to go. Um, Who take him? No, League so, One. Yeah. Maybe may I don't know. And then finally, I, 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 I want to get the full Harry Warren reaction to this. Play the stiffs. And send Charlton down, he says. <laughs> oh, that. And then Matt Matt sends in a, a suggested level of Scalax starting, so I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna dwell on that one, Matt. I'm gonna leave you to. No, mate, you're all you're, right. You're, I think I think Mill should try and finish as high as possible because we're skint. So to play the spivs is a stupid financial decision. I take it as a joke that it was intended. But <laughs> fuck Charlton, <laughs> fuck West Ham, fuck Leeds. Worry about us. Win all four games and see where you finish. You know, right, I'd, I got, I'd, accept playing, I'd accept playing Billy Mitchell instead of someone, and I'd accept playing the kid instead of Alex Pierce. Because let's fucking be honest, if we want someone to shout at people in the dressing room, I'm available for five hundred pound a week. I, so I'd fucking th- have that. He's bollocks. I'd sooner see, ab- ab- see Abdul Malik starting than the Jerry Scalic, who's had more than enough chances to show what he can do and has shown us nothing, Matt. So That's it. um I, I would still, I mean, you're right, you are dead right, Harry, and I take my hat off to your 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 point about it's still mathematically possible, and as long as it's mathematically possible, you've got to pick your hopefully best eleven and field them with the hopefully your best tactics, and that's what went missing today. Hopefully, we can get that right at Hull on Saturday, but I mean, the the, the there's, as long as there's life, there's hope, and that's that's, that's we played that's... for me today. Thinking about it again. We played what worked against Charlton. We didn't play what would work against Middlesbrough. And there is a little bit, presumably, maybe that that's, we are unable to do that because of the quick turnaround in games. But that shouldn't be an excuse because it wouldn't have been an excuse for any other club. But for some unknown reason, we don't seem to have, we really, really have hit a brick wall with this form. The the, the season might as well have finished with the 3-0 win away at Nottingham Forest because we're not the same Millwall as what we are now. It largely did finish for us in practical. You're going to like this email from another listener, first time emailer, long time listener at CBL95 has emailed us whilst we were talking, Harry. Um, he wants to he wants to make the point or ask the question, what do they do in training? Rowett has had nine months with this squad, testing six or seven different formations, but the patterns of play remain exactly the same as they did under Harris. Um, often long 50-yard balls with the occasional counter using Marlon and Jed. Yeah. Uh, CBO appreciates that we've lost the adrenaline of the crowd, which is the point we've we've made a couple of times in this lockdown football. But if anything, the silence in the ground has allowed us to concentrate on the movement of the ball and the movement of the players. And in our case, the lack of it. Um, the personnel of the squad has remained largely the same from the Harris era. I would have expected this extended season break might have seen us focus on improving our quality of play. That may have been difficult in fairness, CBL, because I mean, I think they've been training individually and that may have been difficult. I, yeah. I think I think we have to be re- realistic on what was possible in the lockdown. I also think uh, certain players, <coughs> I think Aidan O'Brien would have been world, I went to say world class. I, I, I think Aidan I mean, O'Brien, yes, he and was, he's yeah. injured till the end of the season. I, I believe that Aidan O'Brien would have played a part and do I believe Aidan O'Brien with no crowd would have been a better player. Yes, I do. I think Aidan O'Brien would be one of those players. Well, we've not that... had any luck with the injuries. I mean, that, that's that's that goes for every club in the division. Everyone's getting injuries, so I'm not. Well, I bring... mean, I'll take the point of what um, 
I mean, the, the I follow commentary, just to quickly mention that, it's fucking abysmal. I know they listen. It's abysmal. You are abysmal, right? Don't do it for us anymore. Fuck off, right? Anyway. I've got, I've, I've got, gone. Um, and then to the second, second point of that is that it is up to us to create an atmosphere. It is up for, a, it is up for Millwall's team to, um, uh, to generate an atmosphere for himself. But again, the backroom, like we've even lost the fucking assistant manager. We literally have had no luck since lockdown. That it come up right the wrong time. The the fixtures, you that was basically our last hard game, wasn't it? You had, you had to win that game, draw against Derby, then go and fucking turn everyone else over, which should have been fine. And you know we'd have been there or thereabouts at the end. The the worrying thing is, I thought if we actually did make it to the playoffs, we'd win them. Because that's yeah. the kind of, but I'm that convinced that we won't get to. That's, I, 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 I want to know what, what you put in that husky chocolate you keep drinking. It's, 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 oh, it's extra ingredients. You're going to like um, CBL's last sentence. Thanks for the email, CBL. It's been a good one. Um, lots of negative attention is currently going the way of Tom Bradshaw and the divisive Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, but Sergio Aguero could start for us at the moment, not get a kick. That's um, right. P.S. Warnock is a cunt, but the best manager we never had. Says CBL ninety five. Um, I I I I think you're right about the point about the, the forward line. They're they're not getting the service. They didn't get the service today. When Mahoney came in, we looked better briefly for four minutes. <laughs> for four minutes, but he, you know, the, the the boy has the potential. But if you don't produce your potential, Connor, then you're gonna be a. I think you're not you're not, not going to go anywhere, are you? You know. No, um, I agree, but I. That's he's clearly best. got it. He's that's his best it. performance in a Millwall shirt for a long time. Um, yeah. That four-minute cameo before, obviously, they scored. And do not take anything away from the fact that them scoring when they did massively changed that game because they were just starting to get under the cosh. They were just, Millwall were just starting to put them on the rack. And yeah, and they, they have, broke, they, yeah, they broke our defence and that was, that they hit us. Well, when, they uh, fell, they, without a question of that, they fell Jake Cooper and it wasn't given. And then you have to... <laughs> You have to react from that, and then we got a we got a reaction, and then they had the drinks break, which again I follow are fucking obsessed with. I agree, but the point I was trying to make was that <laughs> IFAB are talking about having well the international football rules makers are talking they about are. having five. Yeah. They're talking about they having are. five subs all the time, which will again yeah, they are. the big teams, and then we'll go for drinks breaks. And as I said before, yes, they will. Fuck modern yeah. football. Fuck this fucking this year, right? If they bring in five subs and they bring in drinks breaks, along with coronavirus and the fact that we've got blue balonic plague in China at the moment, this might be the worst year on on record, might it? This might literally. I mean, I wonder how bad this can actually get this year. Maybe maybe they'll give Ian Holloway another go at management somewhere and he'll, he'll win and fucking gloat over us or something. I don't know. It's... I'm going to, I'm going to bounce you with a few tweets. That I've got picked up while we're talking. Um, Charlie Freiker says there have been about four minutes during the entire game where we resembled something other than a complete disgrace. Fucking pathetic says Charlie. Agreed. Freiker. Um, Dan Marsh says Millwall were nowhere near at it today. And that pretty much kills our season. Um, yeah, I agree. Yes, and no, with yeah. Dan, but yeah, it's still mathematically on. But anyway, um, but he, he says hopefully some kids will get some game time now and back. Uh, back he backs GR Gary Rowett to go again next season. It's going to be an interesting summer, well, not summertime break, but you know what I mean. The 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 rebuilding or changing as 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 the close season will give us because this is going to be a big one for Rowett now. Um, 
you know, he's going to have to deliver Harry, isn't he? And there are the honeymoon need... will be the honeymoon will be very well and truly over by fucking October. Yeah, it, you know, the, the 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 jury will be out if Mill will start badly, and we've we've you know perhaps got rid of a few players, and we brought more in that don't that suit this passing style. And there are things that the Den crowd are, and there are things that the Den crowd are not. And patient is one of them. Patience they are is not. not not known for it. Um, Adam White agreed with my point that it was a poor performance and awful decision-making by Rowett, and he agreed with that. And he says it's the first time that Rowett got it badly wrong tactically in such a big match for us. Massive shame as we played ourselves into contention. Um, to which Phil Clark replied, did, did you not think that Derby, Barnsley, Swansea were similarly, um, you know, uh, poor performances? Tactically naive. Um, and, and Phil thinks the number two appointment is going to be critical. We look more creative and better um, when when um, uh, Callum Davidson, CD, was with us. Um, maybe Rowett has a blind spot in a game that needs uh, for which there needs to be compensation. I think the number two position is going to be very important. I I think today needed someone with a bit of arsehole to to go in his ear and say this is not working, Gary. Halfway for the first half, as Kevin Musket available. <laughs> Do <you> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can we bring him over? <laughs> I think so. I mean, don't, don't, don't you think? I think that needed that yes, needed changing I think there a needs lot earlier to be, today. I think there needs to be a nice and a nasty bastard. I think Neil Harris and Dave Livermore were two of the same coin. I can't imagine Dave Livermore giving fucking many um, air know, dryers, m- air dryers, yeah, yeah, air dryers or any kind of tactical nous. Um, the problem is, is obviously as a defender, I think Gary Rowett is very good at setting teams up defensively. But maybe, as you said, as a blind spot when going forward and that bit of creativity. Now, what kind of manager is going to come as an assistant manager and manage at Millwall on Millwall wages? I don't know. So maybe your best bet is to get... Musk. You know, I, I, don't like, <laughs> I don't like this constantly going back to ex-player lessons. But there are some there are some ex-Millwall players doing coaching badges and doing bits. And I think it would be remiss of the club to not use the quality candidates from that when they are going to yeah, accept. To, to, to at least explore the possibilities. Anyway, we need yes. we need a number two. And I think after today, I start to think we need it quite badly and soon. Um, last three, I'm going to, going to finish this now, Harry. Uh, wonderful name, Johnny Suntan. I love your name, Johnny. Says, George Savile is a nasty bugger and I miss him. Yes, um, I do. And Jane, we, uh, you could, if, Nor- if Middlesbrough got relegated, I reckon you could pick him up could for a couple of I think yeah. that was in a, that that, might, that pulled, pulled them out of trouble today a little bit. Uh, Jane Jacobs says there goes the season, there goes the neighbourhood, and there goes the season. And finally, Harry Rambo. Uh, what is the John, the Johnny Rambo? Uh, he needs to call the Samaritans after that. <laughs> I think that's a bit strong, Rambo. I don't know. It's the hope that kills you. Isn't it, the the hope fans? that kills you. I was at work last night and I get a text message from the the Acton Millwall very exclusive group. Absolutely. And telling me that Cardiff were losing, and I thought, oh, I was speaking to a Fulham fan, and he was like, oh, well, don't worry, we'll do you a favour and beat Cardiff on Saturday. And in the back of my mind, a small voice went, yeah, but we won't fucking beat Middlesbrough because we're we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we all live that hope, Harry. Um, we all live that one, mate. That's wonderful, Harry Warren. Thank you for joining me at such short notice. Wonderful stuff. Um, I think that's probably all we can say, really, mate. That's Does probably... anyone have a taxi? Ryan Woods can now fuck off back to Stoke. Anyone got one of them? Any Uber drivers out of work? Black cabbies? Any, anyone? Pick his bags up and take him there, and I'll sort you out for the fare. 
Taxi, maybe pay you in the hut. Maybe we could stick Skalak in there as well and cut the No, cost. no, Skalak, um, I think Skalak, what's, what's the right word for Yuri Skalak? Skalak has become the 21st century Braniff, right? <laughs> <laughs> he will just be around for years and he'll just float into obscurity and end up playing like for Bray Rovers or something. Or Wonderful the, or stuff. The, or the uh, Czech Republic version of Bray Rovers. <laughs> Harry Warren, thank you very much. Arriva Dirty Millwall. You're listening to Achtel Millwall. Well, Millwall defeated 2 0 by Middlesbrough. Um, certainly not the Lions' best performance of the season. I'd argue one of their. Probably one of their worst since Gary Rowett took over. Um, not at it at all from from start to finish, really. Um, you know what you're going to get coming up against the Neil Warnock side, and Mill didn't combat that set up effectively enough. Ashley Fletcher bullied Sean Hutchinson in defence, and uh, Mill's Mill's big players needed to stand up and be counted against a, a Neil Warnock side that was always going to be tough to play against, and, and simply they didn't. You can see the frustration of some of Mill's better players. Um, yeah, Ryan Woods didn't look the same player as he did on Friday night, but I think largely down to down to the poor performances of those around him for the most part. Move on to Holloway on Saturday. Come on, you line. As I'm walking away from a damp and dismal den, I'm wondering why I even bother. Um, was anyone surprised that a Neil Warnock relegation side came to the den today and did an absolute job on Gary Rowett's Millwall? Um, the loss probably sees us out of the playoff race. Still five points off, and it ain't over till it's over, baby. But it's looking highly unlikely now that Millwall will make that charge to the playoffs. Um, a terrible performance, in all honesty. Um, really lacking in fight and quality. Not what any Millwall fans would have wanted to see. Rowett said after the game it was um, definitely a foul on Cooper for the first goal. Um, he, he's not sure how the officials didn't see it, but did his side do enough to win the points? Not for me, and there was plenty of incident that Borough could have complained about too. So in the end, probably the right result, not the result that Millwall fans would have wanted. Thank you for listening to After the Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Over dirty Millwall. Till next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.